Welcome to the Fairview Advantage Podcast, the official podcast of the Fairview Park City School District. The Fairview Advantage Podcast takes a closer look at the students, teachers, staff, and programs that make up our school community. We've got unique stories to share, highlighting creativity, innovation, collaboration, and leadership, all part of the Fairview Advantage, our framework for student success. To learn more about us, visit our website at fairviewparkschools.org or find us on social media today. And now, here's this week's episode. Thank you for joining us for episode one of the Fairview Advantage podcast. I'm Dan Rakovich, communications and marketing coordinator for the Fairview Park City Schools. The Fairview Advantage podcast isn't new to the Fairview Park Schools community, having broadcast a number of episodes beginning in 2018. This year in 2022, the Fairview Park City School District wanted to provide more opportunities to the public to hear our story. And so revisiting the podcast idea seemed like a great idea. I'd like to recognize my predecessor, Amanda Lloyd, the former communications and marketing coordinator for her previous work with the Fairview Advantage podcast. We're looking forward to having these sit-down informal conversations with our students and staff throughout the school year, highlighting the great programs and people who make our district and community a great place to live and grow. If you have an idea for an upcoming podcast, email us at communications at fairview.k12.oh. US with any suggestions. So our first episode of this season will start with a very important topic of conversation, and I'm lucky to be joined today by the two gentlemen who truly run the district. Today, I'd like to welcome Fairview Park City School District Superintendent Keith Ahern and Treasurer Rob Showalter to talk about Issue 7, the renewal levy that's coming up on the November 8th general election ballot. So good afternoon, guys. How are we doing? Good afternoon. So before we start talking about Issue 7, which is the renewal of the uh, operating levy here for the Fairview Park City School District, I wanted to talk with Rob a little bit about the Government Finance Officers Association Award that his office just received. So, Rob, can you talk a little bit about that and and what does this award, uh, winning this award, mean to you and your department? Absolutely, Dan. Thank you. So a few weeks ago, we were noticed that we did receive the Certificate of Achievement for excellence in financial reporting for our fiscal year 21 um, annual comprehensive financial report, um, which for us is our full financial statements. And it also has some statistical data, some trends and demographic information. And this was uh, kind of a banner year for us because it was the 20th year in a row that we've received this award. Um, And then for your follow-up question of what does this award mean to me, it means to me that we're reporting at the highest level. We're going beyond the minimum requirements that school districts need to do um, because we want to let our taxpayers know that we are giving them full transparency to their tax dollar. Um, This is the third award that our annual report has won. It also won the Association of School Business Officials International uh, Certificate of Excellence in Financial Reporting, and it also won an Auditor of State Award with Distinction. 
Um, so like I said, we're not only winning awards from the auditors, but also from groups of our peers. And it gives in-depth information to the taxpayer so they know exactly what is happening with their tax dollars. Um, like I said, we're just trying to do our best to provide full transparency for those dollars. Well, congratulations on winning the award. And obviously, 20 years in a row is an, an impressive feat. So uh, congratulations to you and your team on, on a, a well-deserved award, for sure. Thank you. Uh, Mr. Hearn, yes. can you talk a little bit about Issue 7? Why, uh, wh- why is Issue 7 important to taxpayers here in Fairview Park? Sure. Th- thanks so much for this opportunity in our inaugural podcast. I really appreciate the opportunity to be here. Before I get into Issue 7, I do want to thank Mr. Showalter and everybody in his office for their work in earning these achievements uh, with clean audits and audit reports. I I think it cannot be underscored the importance of being honest, upfront, and clear in the transparency of our financial transactions in this district into building trust with the community. So thank you so much for for all of that work because it's critically important. So with that, we understand that Issue 7 is on the ballot on November 8th next week. Uh, Issue 7 is the renewal of an emergency operating levy for Fairview Park City Schools. This is a renewal levy or a levy that was first passed in 2003 and has been passed every five years since. This is not a new tax. Every year this levy generates a fixed dollar amount of $2.69 million. So as home values have increased, the amount of this levy has not. Uh, We are just asking for this money to remain in the budget so that we can start to build on the successes that this district's had recently. So Rob, um, where does funding from issue seven go uh, specifically? And and how is how is that money used? Yeah, absolutely. So the funding goes directly into our general fund. It's our largest operating fund and is used for district operations. So when I give my monthly financial reports, I always talk about that I'm reporting on the general fund or when I give my five-year forecast, it's always revolving around the general fund. Um, so that's where these taxpayers' uh, dollars will be going. And the money is used. It includes staffing, supplies and equipment, textbooks, technology, services such as utilities, you know, our gas, electric, all that kind of stuff. Why is Issue 7 critical for our district operations? I mean, obviously, you know, having the lights on and, and having the buildings heated is critical. But why else is this a critical uh, uh, renewal? I think it's really critical for the financial future and also the the future of the students and the community in this district. When you look at the money that this generates for us, this is not a new tax, but it is critical. It represents 10.7% of the Dix district's general operating expenses and fund. Uh, and that, as Mr. Showalter alluded to, touches every facet of the organization. The, the general budget, instructional supplies, materials, extracurriculars, student, it, it's what makes the lifeblood of a community is its schools. And having good schools that are able to maintain their progress allows us to have strong property values and a strong spirit of community, which I think Fairview Parks has. So issue seven being a renewal levy, not much has changed uh, from what it was previously, but the district is extending the term of the levy from five years to 10. Uh, Rob, w- why are we doing that? So the law recently changed to allow the emergency levies to be renewed at a period of up to 10 years. So the law used to be that you could only go out five years on an emergency levy. Um, this new law allowed you to, to go out from five 
all the way to 10 and every year in between that. Um, and we feel that proven the history of this levy being successfully renewed every five years since its original passage in 2003, and then again in 08, and then again and again and again, um, that we've successfully earned our taxpayers' trust over these past 20 years. So in an effort to lower the amount of times that the district goes on the ballot to reduce that voter fatigue of having to go out every five years and vote again and vote again and vote again, we thought that it would make sense to extend this levy renewal period from five years out to 10 years. How is this levy different from the previous levies that were passed in most recently in 2016 and then again in 2020? I think this is a critical point. It fits into what Rob was just talking about and why we extended this to a 10-year term. School financing in Ohio is very complicated, and it becomes really hard to understand how the different taxes and levies go on the ballot so that it appears that the schools are always asking for new money. So just to be clear, in November of 2016, this community passed Issue 112. It was a combined bond and permanent improvement levy that allowed for the outstanding facilities that we currently have today that are all state-of-the-art renovated facilities and building updates and safety additions. So that was what happened in November of 2016. It was a combined bond and permanent improvement levy for the completion of a master's facility plan. Uh, and we're very grateful to the taxpayers for having passed that in 2016. And I think you're seeing the educational gains that have been earned by having students and teachers working in an environment that's 21st century and moving forward. In 2020, a campaign for issue 72, which was a 7.9 mil levy, this was the first new operating money that the district had asked for in nearly 15 years. And that levy was able to stabilize our finances and allow the district to maintain these quality academic, fine arts, extracurricular activities that I think our community has come to expect and deserve in Fairview Park. So two very different uh, school financing issues that were on the ballot in 2016 and 2020. This, issue seven, precedes both of them. And in 2003, it was first passed. And all we're asking for this time is the renewal of that fixed dollar income of $2.69 million to our budget. Uh, for people that have already uh, voted maybe via absentee ballot, or if they're going to the polls here uh, on, on Tuesday, November 8th, um, they're going to see a term called an emergency levy. So Rob, can you explain a little bit about what an emergency of a levy is, and is it really an emergency? Yeah, so this is the bane of all treasurers' existence, right? This term, emergency levy. Um, it, there is no emergency, <laughs> first of all. And uh, it's just a term that's defi defined by the state as a property tax that serves as a limited operating levy proposed for a specific dollar amount instead of that millage amount. You always hear about mills, mills, mills. So this is an emergency levy always talks about a dollar amount, that $2.69 million in this case. Um, so that's the difference mainly between, you know, kind of a regular levy and like an operating levy, an emergency levy that instead of we're talking about mills right now, we're talking about dollars. Um, um, let me see here. So as a general rule of thumb, when you hear the word emergency levy, just replace it in your brain with fixed amount levy, you know, that, that dollar amount. Um, 
and like I said, it's a $2.69 million levy. So as property values increase, it's not like inflation where, you know, the amount you pay every month increases with it. It actually stays the same because we're just raising that dollar amount. And they, the county uh, fiscal officer will actually adjust the millage on this levy, either up or down, in, in most cases down as property values go up, to raise that $2.69 million. And we've talked about it a little bit uh, already here today, but um, you know, how, how does the, the passage of Issue 7 affect property taxes in the city? I mean, obviously, we're collecting a fixed dollar amount here, but uh, for somebody whose property values may have gone up or down, is there any kind of implication there? So school financing is complicated. We said that, and, and we in, in the school business talk a lot about House Bill 920. What House Bill 920 did is it freezes for the property tax owners, the amount on voted millage so that it never collects more than the original amount that was approved by voters. And that's exactly what happens in the case with Issue 7. So the short answer to your question is that it should have no impact on the property taxes of the voters if this renewal is passed. They will be paying the exact same amount because what the the auditor does is they reduce the millage so that it cannot collect more than the fixed dollar amount. So as your home, this was originally passed in 2003, that's 19 years ago. Uh, I think that most taxpayers would say if they've been living here for that long term, they have seen a dramatic increase in that 19 years of their property tax values. The district, the school district, has not received any additional funding as their home values has gone up. The auditor takes just the amount that's going to be generated to collect that $2.69 million. No more, no less. It is pretty complicated. I mean, Rob, I think we could do probably a a full series of podcasts just about school financing and and school finances and the different funds and and how the the ballot uh, issues are labeled and stuff like that. It's it's certainly something to pay attention to if you're a... if you want to be more informed about that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think it would be a fun podcast, but I don't know how many people would actually listen. (laughs) Um, So speaking about more information, Rob, how how can people find out more information regarding the district's finances? Uh, uh, I'll just put that out there. Yeah, so if you want to follow along month to month, uh, every monthly board meeting, I do present the financial update to the board of where we're at in the general fund. Um, And that's a shorter presentation, but I also attach a full financial report each month that can be viewed by going out to our board agenda and downloading it there. Uh, It's very easy to read. I put a lot of uh, charts and graphs and things that make it easy to understand um, for any taxpayer to try to read, because that's what I'm trying to do is communicate this information to someone who pays taxes, but might not be an accounting major. You know, you, you still want to know where your money goes. And so I try to do a good job of encapsulating that uh, every month. Um, as well as it being attached to the board agenda, we also try to make it easy for people that just want to go out to our website, um, which is fairviewparkschools.org. If you click on departments and then treasurer, you'll come to uh, kind of my office's page there. And under financial reports, you'll be able to see all of those monthly financial reports, uh, along with our five-year financial forecast that is uh, compiled and presented every six months here at the district. And also that annual comprehensive financial report that we talked about earlier in this podcast that won the the awards. And also our, our audit report, 
And a lot of our bond rating information is on there as well. Um, you know, it's kind of the important financial nuts and bolts of the district are, are all on there and publicly accessible for anybody that wants to, you know, brush up on the district. And if anybody ever has any questions or anything, you know, I'm a public employee. My office is always open. They're welcome to call or email. And, uh, and I'll be happy to go through any of the stuff with them. Well, I really uh, appreciate the time today. I know both of you have really busy schedules. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it, this has been a successful first episode of our podcast here. So I really want to thank you, uh, Mr. Hearn and, and Rob, Mr. Showalter, for uh, being our guest here on episode one of the Fairview Advantage podcast. And uh, we're looking forward to uh, sharing more of the Fairview Park City School story as we move forward. So thank you both very much. And uh, we'll see you next time here on the Fairview Advantage podcast. Thank you for tuning into the Fairview Advantage podcast. If you have something you'd like to hear on a future episode, submit your idea at fairviewparkschools.org forward slash podcast. We look forward to connecting with you in future episodes of the Fairview Advantage podcast. Until then, go Warriors!